0: That is that uh, is Boongim Vuyana. I wonder, and uh, we wonder this afternoon, um, really where have we gone wrong as parents, as a society, as a people that care about its children, hopefully. And uh, we're talking about the alarming rate of pregnant schoolgirls we did extend uh, an invitation because we had previously spoken or actually various media platforms spoke uh, to the MEC of health MEPO Pira Piramatuba, and uh, most of her comments are um, accessible and uh, was interested in knowing what the plan for uh, Department of Education is and uh, MEC uh, uh, who is MEC of Education says he's in an, a, a, an area where there's no Network um, when we extended uh, the invitation much earlier. And joining us right now to talk about uh, what what could possibly um, be where we've gone wrong as a society is uh, Ms. Lebu Ramafoku, who is a CEO. Of uh, Seoul City Institute, and I uh, invite you to join in the conversation. And uh, that's at SAFM Radio and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. That's both on Twitter and Facebook, and also your WhatsApp voice note on 0614104107. SMS is at 40938, charged at 150. Good afternoon, and welcome, Lebu. Thank you so much for having me, well, uh, Good afternoon. This is indeed a societal uh, tragedy. I don't know whether uh, perhaps this has always been happening. Um, it, it was not as as elevated and exposed as it it, it is now. Um, but I mean, every year we talk about uh, this challenge of learners, uh, and unfortunately, the girl child is the one that gets uh, discriminated against and lose uh, school days. Where have we gone wrong?
1: Look, fertility generally has gone down. And I think the problem is not as, as it's not newly big, you know, as, as, as we make it to be. But it is still very uh, worrying. And I think we are seeing a number of things colluding to make this issue not um, go away. Mm-hmm. So why should we be concerned? We should be concerned because we know that school is protective. For young women, especially, Mm -hmm. we know that when young women remain in school and completing their schooling, even with HIV, they are less likely to be HIV infected. And we do know that for many people, um, schooling is also a way in which they can get out of poverty. It increases their chances of studying further and uh, getting a job. So when young women fall pregnant at an earlier age, apart from the physiological and health risk associated with it, it also does not enable us to break the cycle of poverty. Mm. Um, so those are the reasons why we, 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 we need to be very concerned about this, whether the numbers are up or down or in, in any way. And we do see that many of the schools who will report Uh, what we call teenage pregnancy, are also reporting them in schools, in communities that are poorer Mm. than others, which tends to suggest that those communities and those schools do not have the requisite resources to protect, educate,
0: and really take
1: care of the of the of the girl
0: children. Now, going back to um, a case in point in Limpopo, where you will have a grade twelve learner who says, "I am aware of uh, the the risks associated uh, with uh, unprotected intercourse, and I I went ahead. It was my choice. I decided uh, to stop taking contraceptives, and uh, I'm pregnant. It is what it is." Um, <laughs> Do we have, perhaps, is there a gap in, in, in character building uh, where young people uh, choose wisely? And I'm choosing my words carefully here because I don't want to sound like uh, Principal Crisalda.
1: Um So, Criselda, you know, my view is the following. Our conservative, sexist, deity approach to sexuality as a people has not yielded results. Because young people are sexual beings. Young people are going to have sex. The difference here is, are young people able to protect themselves from having, from having sex? So I don't, I, I wouldn't even talk about it as character building. In the work that we do with young women, there's a number of, of, of things that young women will tell us. We've spoken about family planning before when you speak about contraceptives. And young women will tell you, well, we are not blaming families. We are having sex, which when you are a teenager is very enjoyable. So even the language of what services are there for young people is not addressing young people and their needs for protection. Young people are saying we know about contraceptives, but we are not going to our clinics because at our clinics, we are served by anti-Crisalda and anti-label who've got their own perceptions about sex and our sexuality, and we'd rather not go. We are also having young people who are, who are living in a context where a woman's body is what you trade to please a man. And we are all socializing these young girls to be saying, in fact, your value is your ability to please a, a man. And and I don't know how many questions in our rise magazines in, 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 in other places do I get where young women will write in and basically said what do I do I don't want to have sex but he is saying other girls will give it to him my friends are saying I must do it otherwise I'm going to lose this boy now all of these things are conditions in which the meaning of sex is mediated by young people the churches are doing the same thing. Our homes are doing the same thing. We, we don't teach body positivity. We don't give young people comprehensive sexual education. When they do know what they want and they want to have sex and they want to access contraceptives, they are faced with this doom and gloom on one hand when their own bodies and hormones are telling them something else. So I'm not even surprised when that the young person says,
0: um I had unprotected sex and then so what are you gonna do with it? You know, I think But that's where a, that that's where the simplistic- concern that's where the concern is um, because I mean you state uh, Lebo, that uh, through Seoul City Institute and the many platforms that you use to educate young people that would suggest that young people are aware of what um, I, I mean, the choices at their disposal uh, but when you're yeah. saying to me uh, in order for us to break the cycle of poverty uh, we need to make education fashionable uh, so the character building uh, comes in where you ask yourself that if uh, Chris is Able to walk away from a decision and a choice that will impact on their lives, um, on on breaking the cycle of poverty, and and you have saying who says, so what? Where 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 is the missing link? Yeah, so I'm saying to you,
1: education and awareness are not enough. Let's make it an example about something that um, you know other people know. If your aim is to take care of your body and to lose weight but access to healthy food is not easy for you no amount of knowledge and education is going to help you and that is why I was talking about the, the other experiences that young people are, are having we are sending mixed messages to young people them accessing the services even when they've got that information mm. is actually problematic and you know when we did soul city um, i think it was series eight or nine about six years ago and we did and it was on safe pregnancy it's astounding how older women younger women the issue of proving your womanhood by having a child was so ingrained in the Yemen, mm. And older women were saying, I don't care if my child is married. If at 20, at least they give me a grandchild. Now it's next to the mixed messages. I'm sitting here at school and I'm saying to young people, you know, this is why you must not have children and stuff like that. And you are having a, a norm that basically says, one, your womanhood in a relationship. It's proven by giving a boy sex. Two, your womanhood, as you grow, is proven by you producing a child. You know, these are not messages that start we don't switch them off and switch them on. These are messages that are there in our society that young people have to negotiate. You are also sitting with parents who are so uncomfortable with their own sexuality mm. that the only message about sex that they are giving to teenagers is a message of fear. Th- they are not even comfortable to talk about it. So where do young people go? They go to the music, they go to other places, because what they are bored is telling them at a particular age, and what society is telling them, mm. they are at, at odds and they are clashing. You oh. see? And that is why I'm saying we need... You know, the typical example I made about we call it family blaming. You know, when you are 16 and you really want to have sex and we need to accept that young people are going to have sex, you are 18 and you want to have sex, what is there in your society, in your community that is helping you make a safer option that includes preventing sexually transmitted infections, including HIV, but also preventing pregnancy.
0: All right. We're taking your calls right now. It seems like uh, the MEC is uh, standing at a better place uh, to be able to speak to us as uh, we connect to what where could we have uh, missed the link? Uh, For me, one pregnant young girl uh, is one too many, especially when they're not equipped uh, with looking after a child, when they are a child themselves. And joining us on the line is Lebo Ramafoko, uh, who is CEO of uh, Soul City uh, Institute and taking your calls uh, right now on 0891-104-207 and WhatsApp voice note on 0614-104-107. And uh um we have uh, yanis in cape town good afternoon and welcome
2: hi good afternoon to you is it legal to have a sex with under age like 12 13 14 years old i don't think so we are talking about the girls who've got the children what about the fathers who made these children are there any punishment for them how does according to the law uh, it works because It shouldn't. I mean, we should uh, discourage this Mm. when we're going to force or push this, uh, how do they call it, sugar daddies or other people, other youngsters, even not only to pay maintenance to the children, for the children, otherwise we taxpayers have to pay for that, but also... Put them into prison because it's illegal. It's like a rape. Yeah, What do we
0: What do we do when it's peer to peer? Seventeen, fourteen year olds are having sex with fourteen year olds, unprotected, and making babies.
2: Well, I'm I'm talking about these young girls, nine, twelve, thirteen years old, fourteen, fifteen. It's normal. We are living in South countries mm. like in Brazil and other countries it's not nothing nothing strange to 14 15 years old who have a child of course her children food is finished and she's to know about it but i'm talking about this young, young really young 9 10 13 12 years old girls who are impregnated by men or fathers or boys mm. what happened to this
0: all right, thank you, thank you very much, Janus. Let's go to Romeo and Deben. Good afternoon, uh, welcome to Lifetime Live.
3: Afternoon to you, my sister. How are you? I'm
0: good. I'm good, Romeo. Bit concerned. How are anyway, you?
3: I just wanted to say, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I wanted to say um, it might have been uh, too late for us to go back to our uh, tradition where parents used to have the powers of controlling their children, unlike today, considering in terms of constitution and uh, human rights. So I thought maybe, uh, I don't know how we can engage or connect our culture into the constitution to give the parents an opportunity to guide their children and at the time of arriving at home and at the time in which they must be at home and the time in which they must be at church or wherever they are to avoid all those unnecessary coming home late like uh, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I mean, that is go- uh, quite really disturbing that when she arrived at home around that time, it is possible that they engage it, um, to unnecessary things such as like those ones that the lady was talking about sex and as at the end of the day we end up having um unwanted children all
0: right uh, romeo your unfortunately your line uh, is is just not uh, playing game but thank you thank you very much uh, for the call uh, level any chance of us going back to those traditional ways we which have not really yielded any result. Uh, like I said in the intro, that could it be that this challenge has always been there but not as heightened um, because of uh, you know access to uh, social media?
1: Well, uh, the idea that it happens at night
0: <laughs> and strict
1: control of children is going to stop it. It hasn't proven that
0: mm.
1: to work anyway. In fact, many studies... That even show people who preach abstinence only have shown that they have not worked. Young people will have sex during the day. They'll have sex any time.
0: And if you test their virginity, they will have anal sex. So where do we find, um, uh, you know, resources to empower ourselves as parents? We'll be speaking to the MEC a little later after the news headlines. But where do we find information to empower ourselves as parents to speak to our children and stop making sex taboo?
1: Well, we run a parenting course, and in the parenting course that Sofiti runs is also understanding just the discomfort that parents are having about their own sexuality. And I think that is a a very good body of work, because, you know, young people will sense when you are uncomfortable about the subject, Mm. and they will not even come to you to talk about it, but they will go elsewhere. And our discomfort as parents, sadly, is informed by our religious and cultural beliefs, about what is taboo and what is normal to talk about. And in a world that has gone so global, mm. and, 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 and we can't even present our culture's aesthetic because they need to evolve. In a, in a world that has gone so global, we really need to play catch-up as parents what? around dealing with our own uh, uh, ability to talk
0: openly and freely about this subject. Indeed, and it begins with us sharing our own experiences, and I'm yes. sure it's a discomfort for mo- most parents. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for taking our call. And that's uh, Ms. Lebo Ramafogo, who is CEO of uh, Seoul City Institute. And uh, right now it's News Headlines with Kainisile Manyon.